Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Continental Drift Music Festival podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Stein. Yes, the same Taylor Stein that runs the Continental Drift Music Festival. You see how this works, right? Well, in the category of better late than never, I'm coming at you with the podcast about the 2021 installment of the Continental Drift Music Festival. Look, I am but one person, all right? Would you just cut me a little slack here, listeners, if there are any? It's entirely possible that this just goes out into the ether and never comes back, but whatever. You know, we're in this together now, right? Yeah. So, just a quick recap for you, the Continental Drift Music Festival, lovingly known as Continental Drift, is a DIY music fest that started in Omaha, Nebraska in 2012. After five years at River West Park in Omaha, we relocated to Fremont, Nebraska, and now hold the fest on the shores of the Fremont Lakes. Big shout out to Bill Booth from the Fremont State Recreation Area and the state of Nebraska for helping us keep this little fest going. And of course, our Continental Drift presenting sponsors are Onkenstein Records and D&T Certified. And yes, I tried to make that sound more professional than it is. But in truth, the Onken of Onkenstein Records did show up this year, and believe me, I'll have more on that later. So, back to the reason you're here, probably. The music, right? Yeah. 2021 was our biggest year yet. We had 11 bands from Nebraska, Iowa, and Minnesota play to an awesome crowd. It is pretty cool to see how we've grown from trying to convince people to play and sometimes run their own sound to having to extend the fest by three hours because we had so many bands that wanted to play this year. So, as always, big shout-out to the bands that play every year and get paid in t-shirts and fireball. Yeah, exciting stuff. All right, this podcast will bring you interviews with all the bands from the 2021 installment of Continental Drift. Plus, we tried something new this year. We recorded some songs live, so you'll get to hear a tune from each band after the interview. Let's kick things off with Edge of Arbor, and the ball will just keep rolling after that. Enjoy! I've never gotten to do this before. You've never so. gotten to do the pod. No, I know, because no, I the last time we did it, you were playing we always in Becky. other... Yeah, you sent yeah, Becky up here Becky's, for All Young Girls great. on Machine Guns. She's yeah. very entertaining. So, so I'm sitting down with Jessica Errett Renner from yes. Edge of Arbor. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we're going to give you the, stink, the distinction. You're playing in three bands today. Right. But uh, I don't know if that's the most bands ever at Continental <laughs> Drift. Because Darn. Jeremy Francis has played in a lot of bands, too. But that's pretty impressive. <laughs> and pretty impressive. So I'm talk, excited that you let me. Of course. Because what if I would have like, you know, gotten a, gotten sick or something, couldn't come, and that's like wipes out three of the bands. <laughs> that, I didn't think about that at the time. Thanks for bringing it up after the fact, though. That's good. That's good. You're here now. I'm here all now. is well. Everything's great. All is well. Yeah. So talk a little bit about Edge of Arbor. It's mm-hmm. your kind of your baby. Yes. Uh, your main project there for a while, but now you're in a bunch of other bands, and yeah. you guys have been working on an EP for a while. Yes. <laughs> so what's what's coming out with the uh, the EP? Um, well, we have, we have like drums and bass and guitars and most of the vocals done. We're just waiting. Normal band stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But when you have hand drummers and, you know, you have percussionists and trumpet players and harmonies, like when you have a band with all those layers, it just takes longer and it's, you know, someone threw a pandemic in there. Yeah. Yeah. Who did that? Jeez. (laughs) Not everyone's comfortable, you know, recording in a small room. So we're actually pretty far along. It's, it's just four or five songs. But um, that's, you know, I'm kind of a slow songwriter, so that's just all I have ready right now. Good things so. take time. Good <laughs> yeah. things take time, for sure. So you're, it's one of your new songs, it's a little bluesier. I love it. Mm-hmm. Are you, a couple of the songs are a little bluesy. Is that yeah. just Danny's influence, or are you guys taking that's a, a hint question. of blues? I feel like over, I mean, I've been singing and writing for over 10 years, and I feel like I've just become more confident with my vocals. So I was trying to write songs that gave me the opportunity to showcase my vocals a little more. And definitely the fact that Danny can play guitar as well as he can. I also want to showcase that as well. You know, if we have a such a talented guitar player and the trumpet player now too, the blues 
stuff just works really well for them. It just fits right in there. It does. Yeah, it does. And we never really had a genre to begin with. Like I've, I've, there've been years that I've been writing things that sounded more country and other years where it sounded more indie and just throw it all together. And so yeah. <laughs> we're not really trapped by a genre. That's right. So we're just a band. <laughs> we're just a we're band good music. that plays what we want to exactly, play. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's great because I love having you out and it's always a pleasure. And uh, I'm, we're going to play a track from you now awesome. on this podcast. Great. So uh, everyone enjoy some Edge of Arbor. Thank you, Taylor.
Okay, so what happens now is we just talk. It's just talking. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. It's all we do. It's a podcast. Okay. It's just a podcast. So I'm sitting here with Echoes at Midnight. They came to Continental Drift Music Festival all the way from the Twin Cities in Minnesota. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, we're great. Thanks for having us. Of course. Yeah, I hope you had fun. Well, so awesome. talk a little bit about um, you guys have been playing music together for a while, but you haven't really played live gigs. This yeah. was one of the first, if not the first, right? The first big live show for us. So that yeah, was we a played nice adrenaline rush. Really fun. One Christmas party we played. <laughs> Yeah, I, twenty-five I mean, people. There. Are we a step above or below the Christmas party? <laughs> above. Slightly above. Slightly above. Yeah. Nice okay. to have the real sound stage and yeah. figure out that. Like. Well, I told you that there was a real stage, but Mark didn't believe me. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, Not at all. but you yeah. know, bass I thought players. it was at least five feet taller. Too. Five, five. <laughs> yeah, that's that's on me. That's on me. Next time, I'll spring for the the thirty-foot stage. <laughs> Please do. Instead of the. I don't know what that is. <laughs> 25 feet. I don't know my stages. Yeah. 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 Right. Right. Uh, so talk a little bit about your single that's coming out. Yeah, so our single is called Flawless Love. It's going to be available on all streaming services on Friday, September 17th. So you can get it there. You can follow us at Echoes at Midnight on Instagram and Facebook. Perfect. Um, we'd love to get more followers. Yeah, of course. <laughs> There's a good chance this podcast will come out after your single is released. So everyone will be aware of well, it okay, by this yeah. time. <laughs> it, it has been released September 17th. But yeah, Flawless Love was a great tune. You guys had, a, you. Uh, what, like six or seven originals that you played today? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, something like uh, that. I think five originals and five, three good yeah. covers. Yeah. Yeah, yep. they were awesome covers for sure. Are you guys <laughs> planning to do single releases, or are you planning to do uh, an EP or a full length, or what do you think? Probably a couple singles, maybe like three singles. Yeah, and then release to an EP. Yeah, started out like plan, that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What's the bass player think about that? <laughs> I'm not actually in the band. Yeah, so I don't have any say. We picked did him up, um, but he did a great job and learned everything quickly. When your wife asks you to learn bass and play in her band, you just kind of do it. <laughs> you just do that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, we actually started out as a kind of country pop indie duo with Ryan and I. Yeah. And then we decided for live concerts, we need the full band, so we're. I'm just a really people. good husband. You, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. Just yeah. practiced every day. Kudos <laughs> to get it. And that's what happened? No, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding, buddy. Yeah, uh, so you're in the market for a drummer, right? We yeah. are. Yeah. Definitely. Nice. If there's any drummers in the Minneapolis <laughs> area, though. And Mark yeah. may switch to drums if he... Yeah, I do whatever she asks me yeah. to. You know, <laughs> like that good husband you were talking about. <laughs> That's right. Nice. So. Well, uh, big things for you guys on the horizon. Uh, really appreciate you coming down and playing. You got anything else you want to discuss? No, uh, thanks for having us. This is a great opportunity, and we're excited for our new single to come out. It yeah. will be out already, but I hope everyone can yeah. go and take well, a think, listen to that. Uh, if you guys are cool with it, we'll probably play it in this podcast. So we'll just uh, we'll awesome. just go right That'd into Flawless Love by Echoes at Midnight. That'd be fantastic. That would be great. We'll love it. Perfect. Thank you so much. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Thank you. Boo, Mark, you just ruined it.
So I'm sitting down with Steve, the man. The man. The man from Fred Zeppelin, <laughs> the best Led Zeppelin tribute band this side of the Atlantic Ocean. I said it before and I'll say it again. I appreciate that. That was amazing. Yes. So how does it feel imitating Robert Plant? Uh, well, I don't want to get in trouble here, but I told the guys at one of our practices, I said, the only way I'm ever going to emulate Robert Plant is if I do drugs. <laughs> and uh, thankfully, I haven't had to. Oh, okay. I nice. had no idea how difficult their music was until we got this project going. Right. Once you get and into Tony it. Tony Hillhouse, our drummer, is the one who got it going. So. I just couldn't say no to him. He's been a friend for many, many years. Yeah, so. he's a great dude. And, and Tony runs sound for the entire Continental Drift yeah. Music Festival, yeah. so that's awesome. So uh, you guys playing around, uh, what's, what's it like? Uh, because when people hear Led Zeppelin tribute, immediately they sure. think, well, that's they're not going to be able to pull that right. off. And then watching you guys right there, crushing well, and, it. And I we mean, had a fourth. We had a fourth guitar, but he's been so busy with his other bands that he just wasn't able to join us. So uh, it, we're hoping to get another one. So... Uh, it, it's going to be fun. I think it'll just grow from here, and eventually we might even do enough to do a whole night. So. Yeah, yo, you'll get there for yeah, sure, yeah. for sure. Yeah, no, your your guitar player was wailing, and everybody was having a good time. Uh, what's your favorite Zeppelin song? I mean, do you guys, do you work into the set your favorites or the ones that you think you can pull off? <laughs> you know, uh, Tony chose all the songs, and he chose all the ones that no one can do. Oh, of course. On purpose, yeah. because Tony can do them. Right. Um, I had no idea how difficult it was, again, to, <laughs> to emulate Robert Plant. But um, Ben Kern, our guitar player, is just, he's so phenomenal. And Dane, of course, he's amazing, too. So Amazing. Sit down here. I, ben, I, Ben's right there, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Ben, I uh, actually phones. used to be in bands with Ben's dad. Okay. Uh, Dan, who's a bass player. And uh, we played in an 80s cover band called Deviate many years ago. And nice. So Ben grew up on this stuff, and now he's... Uh, Ten times the musician that his old man and I uh, ever dream of being. We were so. just talking I, about, I don't know how, about that. We were talking about how bad you are at guitar. That's <laughs> uh, that's really what it came down to in terms of um, emulating Jimmy Page. That's the best I've ever seen, oh. man. That was amazing. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. No, you guys crushed it. What what's it like to uh, tackle some of those songs? I mean, do you do you go in thinking? I got to play this verbatim or man, I just got to get close. <laughs> I, I go in getting the feel. Yeah. It's uh, I, Zeppelin always played with feel and they were all about the feel of the song. So they never played anything verbatim from when they played live. So there, there's probably a lot of things that went into that, but yeah, they, they couldn't remember what they did, but, <laughs> right, exactly. uh, it's, but it, I just go for the feel of it. So nice. Well, you crushed it. You Thank crushed you very it. much. Um, I was a little worried you were going to fall off the stage at one point because you were so into it and just moving <laughs> forward, pulling your, your best Jimmy Page impersonation there. What's your favorite Zeppelin tune? Ooh, that's a hard question. You never did answer um, that. Did yeah. You, you kind of skated around it. I think black dog is probably one of my favorites. That's a good one. Uh, it's, I, this is like putting you on the spot. It's okay. You can have more uh, than one face. Dazed and confused. I'm going to go confused. I'm going to go okay. with that. Nice. That so. works well with your shirt, too. That's awesome. <laughs> nice. Well, what's in store for you guys coming up? Are you planning to uh, to gig around? We and, just, uh, uh, Tony kind of, he sets us up when he does these multi-band things since we, all of us are in other projects. Tony's yeah. in five. He's in six. Dane's in four or five. I'm in three. Um, so we're all really busy. So we just kind of go. Tony will 
get an opportunity that they need to fill a spot and he'll call us up and say, hey guys, let's let's do this. That's so, great, that's great. Well, I really appreciate you making time to, sure. to come over here and this is our little festival and I hope you guys had a, a good time and Beautiful day at least it. you got a free t-shirt out of the deal. So, you know, that's right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> nice, well, thanks a lot, guys. I didn't get a t-shirt. Ben, oh. you got a t-shirt? Oh, I got a t-shirt. Oh man, oh. I'm mad, I'm mad. Yeah, you no. can talk to Tony about that. <laughs> um, <laughs> See, everything right. goes back to Tony. Everything goes back to Tony. All awesome, right. well, thanks a lot, guys. Thank appreciate you, guys. Thank you. And unfortunately, no Fred Zeppelin tunes because I can't afford the rights. Brothers Tandem, here we are, guys. Scott Riff, we made it back. We did. Two we years did later. Yep. Uh, you know what we talked about two years ago? Dropping babies. That was on the podcast. That's what we talked about. I think a lot ago. of babies have been dropped since then. Yeah, I know. And That's I remember that. Since we started, Brandon yeah. said. I mean, he was already Brandon. done. <laughs> Jeremy was already done. Yeah. Who's talking the for you? Babies outweigh two? the ba- or more kids than band members at this point. Yes. Right. By like, yeah. By a long shot. And there's five of you. But That's Brandon weird. said that you can drop them. I don't. Have I haven't dropped drop her yet. I don't have. I haven't dropped her yet. Yeah. I don't have any babies. Right. I'm a yeah. smart one. Right yeah. You, you I said they were resilient, and I was right. That's true. No, he's not wrong Still at all. Alive. They're like rubber, just bouncing around. Uh, so, boys, uh, we all said it, but I think we need to do another compilation CD. I think we need to, yeah. to lay down some tracks, some Brothers Tandem tunes. A when is, when there. is this going to happen? Uh, I'll make it happen. Will you really? I'm, I'm in. Make it happen. Let's do it soon because we're pretty fresh right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Are you talking like tonight? Like, let's, tonight let's head to the studio. Yeah. Let's head to the studio, guys. Live. Live compilation. <laughs> well, I recorded the set live, so there's oh, a chance wow. that we can release some sort of Continental Drift live CD. Can we take out all the errors? Yes. I mean, it's been two years. It, well, I can't take out Brandon's, but... <laughs> I was dang near flawless uh, during that. I heard that. I heard that. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I wasn't. But you always, I was sweating profusely. You always are, Tim. So always what's the best are. thing about playing uh, two years after you haven't played? It was fun. It Honestly, one, up there, two, three, it was just, check, uh, one, two, not, not everybody all at once, check, one, Jesus, two, guys. Check, one, two, it was just fun. <laughs> I mean, honestly, we don't know the songs as well as well as we used to, but there's once in a while where we kind of all look at like each being other. Up, and, being up there uh, was a blast. Are I we where it. we're supposed to be? Yeah. We didn't screw up as bad as I thought we would. <laughs> that was the best part. That was totally the best part. It really <laughs> was. I watched you. You didn't screw up once. Yeah. That was the best part. <laughs> I, think, I think one practice was enough, though. Yeah. Like, if we yeah. were practiced twice, it would have been just routine. One's all you need. One every two years. That's I, good. I looked at Jay and Jace. This is great. It's good. The one. We, we've done it. Yeah, we, Brother Sandem is not meant to be too polished. No. <laughs> we are not. We like. You we know, like that's why. I, that should too, be the name of the compilation. Not, not too, too polished. Not too polished. <laughs> I like that. That's great. Not it, too produced. I, uh, <laughs> I strategically put you guys right after the Led Zeppelin tribute. Yeah, thank, you, thank you. Um, because of that very reason, like you're not, too, you don't, you're not too polished. You know, you don't need to be that tight. He's like, one of the better guitar players I've heard for a while, so we appreciate that. No, yeah. no problem. <laughs> he was pretty good. Yeah, the whole band yep. was good. You know, I, I thought to myself, who can handle this? Yeah, no one in my band. So Johnny's uh, gonna have was, to do it. I was about ready to fall apart up there too. <laughs> I've always dreamed of opening yeah. for Led Zeppelin, but yeah. never after. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. We're closing for Led Zeppelin. <laughs> They're gonna. They're gonna Omaha, you guys. <laughs> only, only third free can pull that kind of thing off, I guess. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> nice. Uh, anything else you want to talk about? Because I think we're all. This is like the only time we get together and talk. Yeah. I mean, 
Um, is anybody home brewing beer now? I found or? out today that Taylor is a giant uh, pinball enthusiast. Yeah. As well as I yeah. am. So it's Crowbase. So we just started talking, big. and then suddenly, five bands later, I was like, oh, good, I'm running a music festival. I better go <laughs> do something. So we're setting up a pinball. We are vacation. coming to Minneapolis. <laughs> yeah. That should, you could have a tournament next Taylor? at Next Continental Drift. There you go. Put them in the trailer. Get some more power out here. I've helped you move those things twice, I think. Yeah. yeah it's not very, a pain in the ass at all. They're heavy. <laughs> they are. Nice. This makes me want to say, Taylor and Crowbase. Sure, play a mean pinball. <laughs> yes, <laughs> their pinball will it. Well, we can't top that. Uh, I think that's the end of the podcast. Oh, right, yeah. Taylor. Thank Nailed you very it. much for doing Thanks, all this work, Taylor. Taylor. Thank you, guys. Woo! I love seeing you guys. Be back.
And next up, we have Fork in the Road, whose name I need to mention because I forgot to mention it when we were recording the podcast live. Yeah. Dan, does Dan want to jump in? Danzo! Love you, buddy. Love you, Danzo. Thank you. He is off. He is off yeah. to work. He is a professional sound man in real life and is off to do professional sound man things. I know. Dan I, Allen, Logan, Iowa. I really appreciate him coming out uh, here to, what you said, coming in hot. Yes, that's right. <laughs> and and coming in hot. I've been hot, hot the whole time. I came all the way from Ironwood, Michigan. We rolled into town yesterday at this time. I was in jeans and a hoodie. It's like 65 degrees up there. You don't want to <laughs> yeah. be wearing that right now. No, you, <laughs> no, you <laughs> certainly don't. Yeah. So, dudes, it's been so long. It has. Um, at least two years, but yep. probably... Uh, just two years? Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, right, at, right, at, right, at, two right years, at two years, I believe. Uh, yeah. 20, 2020 kind of threw me for a loop. I, I know. really don't it doesn't even feel know. like that, that time you're counted? Real. That was at least three years, I think. <laughs> I think so. I, I think so. Years. So how's it feel to be uh, to rocking out again? You guys don't play it too often anymore. When you do, it's a little more cover shows? or um, Yes and no, actually. We've, uh, we, we have been busy. I don't know. Is this our third or fourth time this year together? It's been a busy summer. You've been yep. driving a lot. Yeah, I've done a lot of traveling. Uh we uh, we have been doing a lot of cover shows. We did a couple private gigs. Um, we're going to be playing uh, here coming up at Apple Fest in Woodbine with some friends of mine that are coming down from Michigan. Uh, some of the boys are going to be sitting in with us there. But uh, yeah, the bulk of the work has been kind of cover stuff. And I don't know, it seems like that's kind of part of the post-COVID mission right now. We're just trying to catch gigs <laughs> yeah, and get, get out things there. where we can. And for me, traveling far, it helps to have uh, bigger events and stuff. There's a little more bread in the basket. Right. right. We're you not know. quite there yet. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's continental drift, man. It's but just it's, a party in the park. It yeah. is good for all of us to start doing <laughs> it, it again, yeah, though. Right? For all our yeah. years at Continental Drift, this is my first time planning on camping. So yeah. I couldn't be more pumped for that. Me we too. Are, we're here for the me night. Too. So. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. I wish our campsite was a little closer to the stage. So we did something crazy. Uh, not too long ago, we released a video for your mm-hmm. old song that uh, that you recorded and then, you know, went by the wayside for a bit. And yes. uh, it was a lot of fun. Yes, the song is called The Love I Found. And it was for an album project we started in 2010 called The Difference that uh, is still uh, oh, looking for sponsorship for production. Just saying, just saying. <laughs> oh, uh, we're doing some <laughs> We're doing some work out of my studio, uh, Time Again Studios up in Ironwood, Michigan. Uh, we're trying to work on getting a little crowdsourcing going, maybe try to kickstart some more things like finishing maybe another video or uh, you know getting the album project hammered out. Uh, still a passion project for us, still a lot of great material on there, some of which we played today, actually. I know, I've, I've missed those songs. I've loved them for a long time. I we all look so young and skinny. I know. We, did. we look so, so pretty in the video. That is such a guy. fact, Jake. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank, thank you. I was calling you out in particular, right? Thank yeah. you, Jake. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, uh, I, I think it looked like you were having a blast. Are you guys still having fun playing oh, those four yeah. songs? Yeah, I, always. I wouldn't have missed this for anything. Wild Dog's going to get me from No, that was a blast. I think we'll always have fun just as long as we're together and we can keep in communication. Meeting up like this is just the best time in the Absolutely. world. I couldn't ask for better. Dropping Wait, okay, so Amen. last last question, real question here. Did you guys practice? <laughs> not one not bit. One, no. No. I did not. <laughs> you couldn't tell, boys. You couldn't tell. It was amazing. <laughs> it was right, right back. I did sleep it on Right holiday. back where it was, 2007. Dan, awesome. Dan Allen put together a set list that he sent to me and Ryan last night. Yeah. And so we at least thought about that yeah, night. Yeah. thought about I did read it once before we went on stage. <laughs> nice. That away, boys. That away. Well, thanks for everything. Yes. Appreciate it. Much love to you and Thank all you, the bands Taylor. here. Thank you, Thank you, you so much. Us. Yeah. Yes. We'll see you soon.
How are you? I'm doing well. Nice. So, uh, Basil Mills, I, I figured out how to say that last year, yeah. or two years ago when you guys played here. So, yeah. I think I've got it down now. Basil, Basil Mills. Yeah, I think everybody that ever introduces us uh, before the band before always says Brazil Mills. Yeah, or, right. That happens. Yeah. Uh, do you ever get Little Brazil? Uh, no, but <laughs> okay. yes. But I have ran into people that are actually from the town of Basil Mills and we say it wrong. So, they're, oh, okay. I, we're wrong. You're yeah. wrong. Of course. Yeah. Of course. You're always wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, how's, how's the lack of playing been for you guys you've been writing new tunes because you guys used to do that release a single all yeah. the time and then it kind of you know we didn't get together yeah <laughs> like the, we were kind of on a streak there where we're trying to like we made this goal we're going to release a song every month and we we're kind of getting that going but then it became very difficult to do that uh but i think we've been doing a lot of writing so i think we have a lot of material built up uh we have you know three songwriters in the band and so there's always there's a lot of stuff going on and Dan's doing some songwriting too. Oh my and gosh. So, yeah. so Dan is my cousin for you listeners who don't care. Yeah. Um, he's the he's the reason you guys had to play a little later today. Yeah, he's uh, he's legendary. Yeah, legendary for that reason. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. No, that's great to hear uh, that. I mean, you can tell in your guys' music too that you have a lot of different influences and a lot of different songwriters because yeah. not all the songs sound the same, which is awesome. Yeah, we're kind of kind of all over the place. I think it's kind of all in the same realm a little bit, but uh, yeah, we got some different stuff and. Um, Who's writing the face melting songs? That's what I need to know. Uh, that's typically Dave, but I think no matter what you play, I think Tim's going to melt some faces. And, yeah. Uh, Dave Siebels is going to bust some guts with the drums. So that's amazing. Know. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> okay. So uh, last question here. Um, you know, Dave wrote a book, mm. and writers are notorious for just being like pains in the ass. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, how is it to deal with it? <laughs> well, he can be a little emotional. Uh, the the book is called uh, "How to Be Lonely." So, as you can imagine, uh, it's it's uh, it's kind of a sad one, but uh, there's definitely a silver lining on all the stories. So we we take the silver lining where we can get it with Dave. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's a great book, though. That's just how he is, right? Yeah, you, know, you got to take that silver lining with him. Yeah, yep. we, we joke. With Dave's awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so nice. Well, what's uh, what's coming up in the future for you? You guys have a release coming out, or are you thinking about holding off and uh, doing something else? Yeah, we we've been talking about doing some more recording. So we we definitely have songs lined up things that we were going to do before COVID happened and all that. So we, we have plenty of stuff. It's just kind of now getting getting back together, getting back in the rhythm of getting together on a, on a frequent basis. So yeah, we're excited to do some more recording and start playing some more shows. For sure, man. Well, I'm excited yeah. to hear it. So awesome. Thanks again for playing always. We love having you out in Continental yeah. Drift, and I hope you guys uh, enjoy playing out here. So. Yeah, thanks for having us. It's oh, awesome. Of course. Thanks, Sam. All right, thanks. song 
Now it's like, let's talk about music. So also, I'm so sweaty. It's so hot out here. Yes, explain everyone how hot it is. Uh, it's so hot <laughs> that I am sweaty. <laughs> you know when you get into your car after it's been sitting in the parking lot all day? Oh my Just God. imagine that, but like outside. That's yes, what it exactly, is. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. So I'm sitting down here with Rebecca Lowry from All Young Girls Are Machine Guns and Sophie, the fan club president of All Young Girls Are Machine Guns. Thank you. Thank you guys for coming back again. Thank you for having us. Yeah, it's been a couple years since we played music out here. So what's new with the band? Uh, 
Well, we brought one of our old guitar players back because he moved back to town. That's great. Woo! Yeah. I heard some tasty licks up there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was a good time. For sure. When's the last time you guys played? Two years ago? No. No, actually, it was like <laughs> uh, last month at Pet Shop for Pet Fest. Oh, sweet. But previous to that, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of things have happened in the last two years, yeah. you know, right? I, guess, I will say, uh, I recently had a Facebook memory come up that was the last time we played this, which was our first time after, like, taking a year off, and then we <laughs> ended up taking two more years off. Nice. Well, I'm so glad I can force you out into the public world again. I appreciate you for having us outdoors. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is great. This is awesome. So, do you guys have any new material you're working on or anything? Uh, we have a new album coming out in June. Awesome. Awesome. Yes. How many tracks? Eight. Eight with a question mark. So there could be more. There could be less. We don't know. That's all right. I think that's the number. I might not have this podcast edited by June, so don't <laughs> worry about it. <laughs> nice. And as the fan club president, Sophie, uh, do you have any new um, leads on like uh, handkerchief merch or um, dog? Are you guys doing dog leashes now? You or know like, what? what are you guys doing? So we're always researching. We've always got uh, our R and D department, which is just me uh, working on stuff, but. Oh, baby onesies. Yeah, so we're working on baby onesies. Oh, nice. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, because baby's coming in, coming in uh, prosperous time for yeah. the women in uh, a lot of the bands today. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> baby's be coming. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, exactly. Well, onesies are a great way to, uh, you know, start them young, get them hooked early at an yes. early age. Yes. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Nice. Well, I'm looking forward to hearing that album. I really appreciate you guys playing. Thanks again for coming out. And, uh, you know, with any luck, uh, we won't have to wait two years again to see each other. I mean, here's knocking on the picnic table. Yeah, that's legit. Hopefully you can hear Hopefully you can hear that. Well, I'll add it in post. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> yep. Nice. Now go find a towel and cool off. All right. Thanks. We have free water over there. All right. <laughs>
sitting down with Matt Gather, the man behind Frederick Julius. And that was an amazing set, but I want to know Thank about you. the recording process that okay. you did for Fixers and Elixirs because you had some heavy hitters from California ask you to uh, come record this album. We did. Um, the heaviest hitting guy was actually the drummer who drums on that record. He's a uh, guy named Butch Norton. And the producer I work with out there, a guy named Mike Post, who... Uh, who's a fantastic uh, musician, fantastic producer. He, he sent the demos of the songs on that album to, uh, to Butch Norton. Butch Norton is drums with tons of people. Tracy Chapman, um, Lucinda Williams. He started out in a band called the Eels. If you're in the, in the mid nineties, he had a, a hit with them called Novocaine for the soul. And that's how he got his start. But he sent the demos. Mike sent the demos to Butch and, he didn't tell me he was doing that, but then he called me up and was like, Butch uh, Norton is going to drum on the album. He wants to drum on the album. I was like, that seems like a lie. That seems like a... <laughs> That's a false. That seems like Falsity. a fiction you're <laughs> spinning out of whole cloth. Yeah. But he really dug the music, and it was so great that he... So he was kind of the driving force behind... I don't know. You know, I don't know if you experience this, but sometimes you can lack a little confidence in your own stuff yeah, it's yeah, kind of hard to believe that another stranger would like it yeah totally you and think like this is cool to me it means something to me but yeah nobody else is gonna get it really yeah you know that, that's why to that point i'd shared it with i don't know like eight people or something yeah but he was really on board and so that kind of sent the recording process into a new direction and um more cool musicians uh wanted to jump on it so it really turned into a, a really cool production yeah, it's amazing, man. The album is awesome. Thank it's, you. It's full of... So I've known you to you know self-record and self-produce stuff for years and years and years, and it yeah. was awesome to see those songs just with a different twist, you yeah. know? Because I completely understand like when you're focused on something and you're doing it and, and you're pumping it out your way, yep. you don't sometimes see the the extremities, if you will, yeah. of, of the song. And so to have somebody else kind of look at somebody that you trust... Uh, yeah, that's amazing. That is the key. Um, there was a high degree of trust between me and Post. It, another that was a serendipitous thing too, because I was in Los Angeles shoot, uh, shooting the stupid dancing pumpkin man stuff for Amer <laughs> America's Got Talent. Well, that, that's a different podcast. We can that's go a way back podcast. on that. I yeah. don't want to go into it here, yeah. but I was there, and he emailed me out of the blue and was like, "I love the Frederick Julius stuff. I want." It to record I want you to do your next record in my studio I was like I how did you even find that like this is right. it's on literally MySpace, like two you know, listens like. on SoundCloud like nobody <laughs> knows this yeah so it was real weird but when I got into the studio and we started talking about it you know he's a 
He's like a fan of the zombies. He's a fan of the Beach Boys. We had a real musical sensibility that in common. Yeah. And um, so he was just all about like, I just want to take these songs and do them for real because they were just kind of bedroom recordings. Yeah. And the recording of them was great because I'm not a, I don't consider myself a, a musician. I mean, like I play the keyboard with like four fingers <laughs> and I only, it's only to just like, this is my means of getting this out of my head. Yeah. So these guys came in just really great session players and they're doing their thing and you know, they'd check back after takes and be like, was that okay? And I'm like, anything you do <laughs> is going to be like a factor of a million times better <laughs> yeah. than the original. So just, so it was also real improvisational yeah. in that they got to play around with some of the parts and, yeah. and that, that was great because that's not stuff I I would have thought of to write, you know. Yeah, totally. Well, I'm so glad that you didn't get pyramid schemed. Um, yeah, dude, it turned out okay. Turned out okay, and Nobody you roped lost in some their uh, some great musicians uh, too, your brother included. Yeah, you, know, uh, you guys, you got some great players, and you got a little uh, fest on the horizon, right? This is gonna come out way after this. I post produced these, so yeah. Uh, but you're you're playing big stuff. Yeah, uh, the fifteenth we do the International Pop Overthrow Festival, which is in uh, Dallas, and then. It's in multiple cities, but I think we do Dallas first, and then in October we do LA and New York. Nice. And uh, I hope I hope for big things for you. Thanks, man. Thank you for playing my my small little festival. Dude, here, come buddy. on, that's what we are. We come from small. We are small. We try to stay small. <laughs> you know, we start off in a TV station with one camera and a wall and sack tape recorder, and you know, here we are by the side of the lake. So, <laughs> I mean, that's evolution, baby. <laughs> it's all good. Thanks, buddy. Yep. Thank you, Taylor.
This is the point in the podcast where things start to get weird. It was also the point in the night where things started to actually get weird. Remember how I said that Ankin of the Ankenstein Records actually showed up this year? Well, I wasn't lying. It's all true. But what I didn't tell you is that he got some stage time. Now, seeing as how he came all the way from Chicago, it was the least I could do to get him up there, right? I told him he could introduce 10 O'Clock Scholars since I'm in that band, and I didn't really need to introduce myself. Sure thing. Say whatever you want, I said. That was a mistake. What I should have said was, say whatever you want besides obscure references to the usual suspects. Honestly, I was laughing hysterically because the whole crowd was utterly confused, including the rest of the scholars. And that's very Ankin. Very Ankin. Well, here, take a listen. I know what you're probably thinking. Who is this guy? The answer to that question lies in the movie The Usual Suspects. See, this, this band here had a little problem. Their, their bass player wasn't able to make it today, so... Um, my last name is Onkin. I am the Onkin of Onkenstein Records. So I, I said to Taylor, do you need me to finally show my face? and make some stuff happen. So he said, first, like, not like the usual suspects. Don't don't pull a Kaiser, Kaiser Sose on the whole deal. And two, you playing bass would be the worst possible thing in the world. So, I came anyway. And uh, you, you'd be thinking uh, I was expecting a little more, like a little yeah. more mystique or whatever. And I, I would like to say I was expecting a little more from you. But uh, honestly, honestly, this is a pretty great deal. I think uh, I think it's a it's a great festival here on, on the lake. It's a beautiful night after a really hot day, um, and uh, I just want to give it up for um, uh, Taylor and 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 everybody else that's been part of this, putting it together. Every I don't know all the other names. I just really know Taylor. <laughs> yeah. So give it up. Give it up. That's the testament. He keeps putting my name on stuff, and I'm like, I don't, I don't even know why. But uh, I really appreciate it. I think everybody uh, has, has been helped by him in some way. So, without uh, further ado, um, we're going to introduce the next band. Ladies and gentlemen, this is 10 O'Clock Scholar. Yeah. See? No one quite knows what happened, but none of those people are getting that minute and a half back, and now neither are you. But before I go into another weird section where I interview half of my own band, I need to give you a little backstory. Now, picture this. You're in charge of a small music festival, you're also in a band, and you're driving back to Omaha a day and a half before said music festival, preparing to practice with the guys and tie up all the festival loose ends when you receive a text from... I don't know, let's say a bass player in your band whose name happens to be Justin Keneally. And let's say that text says... Hey, do you think you can find someone to fill in for me on Saturday? This is Thursday at noon. And let's say he's not joking because he's not that funny of a guy. Well, then you might just find yourself in the same predicament that I was in a mere 36 hours out from the show. 
Yeah, uh, Keneally bailed on the show, the bass player, in my band. Now, mind you, this has been on the calendar for five months, and his excuse of, I have to work, was about as lame as a your mom joke, but luckily my good friend Nate Gassaway came to the rescue. Now, Nate is a talented musician, and I say that with all due respect, because, man, he agreed to learn eight songs in one and a half days and then play a live show in front of an audience, so that's a hell of a boss move if you ask me. He's also the only reason that Keneally is A, alive, and B, still in the band. In that but order. no, it's, it's all good now. It's all good. It all worked out. And basically, we have two bass players now. And don't worry, Keneally is still taking his lumps from this mess he created. All of this is part of his ongoing penance. We definitely let everyone know there that Nate was the hero and Keneally was the goat. We are the 10 o'clock scholars. Man, is that the best we've ever sounded on that? I can't think of what I, has I, changed yeah, between other times we've played that and tonight, but that's that sounded a, really good. It's a good point. Should we let everyone in on the secret? Uh, might, might as well. We might as well. Yeah, so a couple days ago, our bass player kind of bailed on the show. So Nate here, just yesterday, came over and learned eight songs so we could play this whole set here. So give it up for Nate Gassaway, everybody. We were desperate. I told him I'd buy him a trip to Iceland. He accepted. So now that's on me. And now Keneally's out of the band. Yeah. Which we were kind of trying to do for years, really. That's it's really his own fault. <laughs> Remember, you have to forgive any mistakes because Keneally didn't show up. Yeah, and those of you who have seen lots of our shows, you know... It's standard for us to make fun of Keneally, so I will just say on his behalf, um, he really actually deserves all of it. After all, he is a bass player. Um, now, the real fun. Check back next year to see which bass player the 10 o'clock scholars have at Continental Drift. It's like the most hyper-specific worst game show of all time. At any rate, here's the interview I did with Paul Gedbaugh and Nate after our set. Yeah, Ryan, Ryan already left, so we're just going to punch him in as just agreeing with everything we say. <laughs> Just okay. like, I'm just going to get him to say yes on the phone, and then I'll just add it in post. <laughs> That's so, a great like, point, guys. Yeah. Or like, uh, hey, you remember when Keneally didn't show up? And then he'll just say, yes. <laughs> I recall vividly. I recall vividly. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> I feel like we should start off with Nate. How'd that go for you, buddy? Because you, you filled in. I gave it a solid C+. Plus. A C+. Plus, yeah. yeah. Oh, easily. I think easily yeah, that's, a C plus. And that's maybe generous, but yeah. Well, you learned the songs yesterday. <laughs> I'd, give it an, I'd give it an A+. Plus. Oh, yeah. come on. Absolutely. Give yourself some credit. Yeah. There Thank was you. only Thank one you. part that Paul and I noticed when you dropped out of the bass, and that was because you were looking for your sheet that was yeah. blowing across the stage. It was, and there, were, there was one point there was a bug that had landed on a certain note that I was looking at, <laughs> and the bug was preventing my seeing what was on the sheet. <laughs> Do I... Do I play the the U? <laughs> Wait, what? The Do I know B, a bug B note? for bug. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. Uh, how how do you think the new song went? You're talking. I thought I thought the, it went pretty well. I'm talking to the two of you guys. Okay. You're the only other people I'm <laughs> Who talking, are you talking to. to? <laughs> I didn't know you were talking to Nate or yeah, both of them. They're all, all new right. to me, so yeah, yeah. I I I thought it went pretty well. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, a few wrinkles to few iron wrinkles. out. Yeah, but... for sure. Well, we wrote it. For across state lines and yeah. for a debut and, you know, pandemic and all. I thought, I thought that went pretty well. Yeah. What do you think, Ryan? Yes. Okay, perfect. So the the big thing was uh, that Keneally didn't show up, right? And we talked about that, but I, think, I feel like we should talk about it again. Mm -hmm. Remember when Keneally didn't show up? Yeah. I, I do recall. I remember that. <laughs> nice. 
that's all I got. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you guys write a lot of songs, the you know, remotely? Like, how many like songs have you written that way? So, Paul and I have written a few together, but he's written like twenty songs recently. We've yeah, got, we've got double albums ready to go. Yeah, we uh, under the under the the scholars um, like like umbrella moniker or, or some of various. It's free form. We, <laughs> I'm I'm writing, you know, therapeutically and yeah. and to, you know all that stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. But I, I uh, discovered the ins and outs of GarageBand. Yeah, I love GarageBand. I got uh, way too into purchasing new gear. Yeah. yeah. So. You also got way too into uh, like animated drum machines because you basically replaced me. Right. <laughs> that's oh, that's my yeah. favorite part of Garage. <laughs> and then you would send me these songs and be like, "See how awesome this is? I know you can't do that." <laughs> so then I would try and play it in my basement, and it just didn't didn't sound the same. But we've got a we've got a wealth of of songs that I just want to jam on. That yeah. was nice to be able to get to jam that new one. Yeah. Just to mix it up. But so. yeah, we we kind of have collaborated a bit, you know, sending files back and forth and yeah. and that and it, it works pretty well, you know. I mean, maybe someday we'll synchronize our software so that we can just yeah. punch in and send it back and all that. But I think it's really cool. Like it's kind of like a new way. I mean, not new. You know, like bands have been doing collaborating, you know, over distance for for a long time. You know, the band, the postal service of note you know that's why it's called the postal service yeah that's how they but they actually sent them in the mail <laughs> you know snail mail style, right but. that's crazy we should uh explain that the three of us played in death of a taxpayer together it's true so we have a history and we do. uh we've we've played a lot of songs together over the years none of which we play anymore now which is a sore subject <laughs> but, but you brought it up but so. i brought it up so it's really my fault what do you think about that ryan I blame Keneally. Okay, good. Yep. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for playing, boys. Uh, it's been a lot of fun, and I hope to see you uh, more than once a year. Yeah. Yeah. So, always so, count on the drift. Yeah, right. always count on the drift, and, uh, you know, two days' notice. That's all you need. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, like, a couple more. Maybe I'll time. try and get you a couple more next time. <laughs> I'm just going to ask you in February. Yeah. <laughs> like... I'm just gonna get Keneally's phone number and say, "Hey, are you doing the drift this year?" <laughs> He'll like, probably tell you before he tells me. <laughs> don't, don't, don't do that again. <laughs> I, I need to know. <laughs> yeah, nice. no, happy to do it. It was awesome. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. And cool. scene. All right. <laughs>
Stick around for third freight. Check out the tow line. Big thanks to Tony Hillhouse and John Tracy for running sound all day long. They've been here all day providing great sound for the band, so give it up for them. Third freight is up next. Hey, is that your? It sets a good mood. It's not yeah. like too bright or anything. I thought that was like a coyote hunting light for your truck. <laughs> yeah, that's is what it, it not is. that? No. Also, did you guys see the UFO on the lake? Uh, yeah, uh, that was awesome. Some, some we blue have, lights out there that yeah. were just uh, floating around. Wait, what? Well, somebody's, when did that somebody's pontoon had pontoon. LEDs like oh, yeah. the whole length of the yeah. boat. Oh, that blue all the way down. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. It was yeah, pretty, awesome. pretty quality. Uh, thanks for 
Thanks for playing again after two years, guys. Oh, thank you, boss. Really appreciate it. Thanks for keeping us alive. I've tried. Yeah, I tried my damnedest. <laughs> uh, so here's the deal: we've okay. we've talked now with multiple bands. We need to do another Ankenstein Records compilation. CD. Oh yeah, in and you guys. I'm in. Do you have any third rate songs that you never recorded? There was one right that we, we talked about before. One. Uh, karaoke, nightmare. karaoke nightmare was <laughs> yeah. one, which we mentioned on the last podcast. Yeah, oh, and yeah all the listeners right. will remember. They will totally I feel like remember. if we brought it up twice, it has to be a it thing. It has to be a thing. Okay, because Ooh. I mean, he's too, busy, he's too busy crocheting. He's not going to write a new song. Mm. And I'll if he did, it would be in like six, off. twelve time or I something. Will. It would be ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. I will lay off. Move to I will lay level. off the hook. Yeah, you know, in 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 order to write a song, you know, get a song. The hook. The hook. that's what we call it, crocheters. Oh, I thought you were talking about Blues Traveler. No. I just can't believe Chris Onkin. Onkin is a real person. He's a real person. I never, I know, I never yeah, knew. Yeah, it's true. Did the, he come here just for this? Uh, uh, sort of, yeah. Nice. That's yeah. awesome. He, uh, he was planning on coming just for this. He was like, this is the year. I think it's happening. Yeah. And then he was going to go to the Husker game. And then they were so bad, he was like, I'm not going to go to the Husker game. Uh, and then he got free tickets, so he only went for half of the Husker game. Okay. Well, oh, wow. came out. Yeah. Fair enough. And uh, that was cool. Because yeah, that's uh, awesome. He he wanted to do some grand gesture, and then it turned into a fifteen-minute speech, <laughs> which I wasn't quite prepared for. <laughs> but that's all right. It we need beautiful. to fill time anyway. It was. It he spent w- some time on it. He did. We only yeah. had uh, we only had eight songs to play as the scholars, anyways, and one was a two-minute version of "Hey Ya." So we needed to fill time. <laughs> I did like no I like that. By the way, oh thanks. That was good. Yeah. I but we definitely need to record something. I especially if you're paying. Yeah, I'm always paying. <laughs> Don't you worry. Don't you worry. I'll pay. Nice. It's and just like a little well, handheld then, tape Just so you know, but. it takes us about 30 hours for a song. Oh, jeez, so. guys. What we happened? record every note individually. crochet in the studio. <laughs> and pick scream. Pick scream. We're out. What do you call it? <laughs> oh, you're out. We're Paul, out. So Paul and I actually have conversations about, because he accidentally did a pick squeal in practice the other day. Mm-hmm. He's like, man, I felt like Jeremy just. Uh, I, I, it to I apologize base. for that. It got a little excessive tonight, but <laughs> no, I, it was I something it. about the pedal and yeah, the guitar and the just, setup. The it humidity. Just, it just. It, it just kept it. coming. It just yeah. kept coming. So anybody that loved '80s hair metal tonight was oh, impressed man. with us. In heaven, yeah, <laughs> for, uh, for a couple minutes. Hog squeal heaven. The Minnesota band was uh, super impressed by the darkness. Oh, so, oh, wow! Yeah. Thanks. We didn't so, write that. Yeah, I told them that. Oh, I thought you just meant. I thought you meant just like that. The sun went down. <laughs> yeah, like it Does doesn't this do happen that every day. It's always bright no, in Minnesota. It's, it's like Alaska; it's bright all the time. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So back to the recording. That's going to okay. happen. Um, okay. Nate, I'll fly you in from Bermuda or wherever you live. No, now. no, 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 no. Roseland. Look oh, at Roseland. Roseland okay. by Hastings. Okay, sorry. And I have Tuesdays off, so that works for you guys, right? <laughs> so we can do every yeah. Tuesday for about three months. <laughs> every Tuesday. Okay. <laughs> can you Done. drive down for a Tuesday? <laughs> yeah. You know uh, who doesn't make a drive down on a Tuesday though, or a Friday or a Saturday. Day. Uh, Justin Keneally. Justin Keneally. Yeah. Uh, ooh. I know. Ooh. Burn. Burn. <laughs> Is he Don't worry. Yeah, he'll listen eventually. I told He's him we were gonna to we were gonna dog him. <laughs> roast no him. Um, but he that didn't Barley show up Street to his own roast. Yeah. The uh, the Barley Street song. So yeah. uh, love it. You guys. Uh, I kind of told you backstage there, but oh. the uh, the idea for that is like harmonies all throughout the end and we've written demos of it oh my and i'm bringing yeah. you guys in to sing the harmonies because i don't sing well oh no jeremy, tonight you jeremy killed it lays you were doing in great. some guitar so and so squeals. we can all do so it an together. anthem in other words this barley yeah, street okay. is going to be like our um uh we are the world so yeah. we're, gonna, we're gonna come in and we're just like gonna that. super group it for I like the, this idea uh, <laughs> the old third freight scholars barley street oh, uh man. epic jam 
That's a so great idea. I like happen. that you wrote a song about Barley Street. Yeah, yeah it turned out pretty I well. Know. Yeah. Paul and I wrote that during the pandemic uh, from different states. So mm. it worked out real well. Oh. Um, but yeah, you, is guys still are, open? you guys are involved. It's not still open. <gasps> so well, nothing. Something, something else. Somebody bought it. Somebody bought it. Changed, they yeah. changed the name? They changed the name. Do, oh they, do they still sell Never mind. Tostino's Pizza? Erase the song. <laughs> Remember I'm those Tostino's I don't Pizza? Know. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Well, no, we have to pay homage with the okay, song. There you go. That's, okay. the, oh, that's the deal there. Okay. Yeah. Um, I miss it. We all miss it. We made it. All of us. We absolutely did. Remember when we first played that there was no... For like a two I think year we were period, just playing to each other. We kept the Barley Street open, <laughs> yeah. I think. But I guess maybe it was other bands came in and then made it popular. Yeah, or was like we it kept it open and then other bands made it popular. <laughs> that's yeah, that's what that's happens with our bands. We were the re- CPR yeah. for a while. I think it was Omaha's smokiest bar. Oh, yes, I remember that. It was just like you had to plan to smell like Barley Street when you got home yeah. and take a shower I immediately. About going to shows, and it was smelling foggy. like smoke. Yeah. yeah. And, and then opening like, my guitar case in church the next morning, and the first three pews were just like, "Oh my goodness!" Yeah, well, went through three Jeremy. packs. Today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the long drive. That's a long drive from Hooper. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> or then my van would smell like that the next. Yeah, yeah. or Tim's yeah. house. Yeah. <laughs> Tim I didn't like smoke at all, but we just smokers. We stored okay, all yeah. of our gear in his Secret's living room. Out. Yeah, for a while, and then finally we're like, "He's like, we got to carry this stuff downstairs." No, remember, like the plan was always like, "We'll carry it downstairs," and then it was like. Man, it's, it's two o'clock. Yeah. We're just yeah. leaving it here yeah. in the living room. You met like it's Tim's. Were you, have you were in Tim's dungeon basement? I mean, not dungeon basement. Yeah, it's kind of. Oh, yeah. 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 It was the steps were not conducive it to was carrying like a large things down. No, no, not at all. It was a ladder. And usually at 3 a.m., not a good Tim good had idea. a really nice mountain of gear <laughs> that smelled like yeah. a. You can get that the next that's morning. Tray. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, that's I mean, I did that for years too with Keneally's oh, bass amp and everything. Like yeah, who? We're, we're, that, who are you talking about? <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. Do you have a picture? That was a long time ago. I don't even remember when he was in the band. <laughs> hey, I did mean, you get to hear our years. Foxy Lady? By the way, yeah, our dedication. That was okay, good. Yeah, okay, the good. dedication. Oh, because we were laughing when we practiced that, and we said Paul the first yeah. time, I <laughs> just like all almost threw it. up laughing because <laughs> I couldn't. I stopped. You just, you it just did, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> you just got the, the There's lack not of, enough syllables. The lack of syllables. Paul. We did think Paul, but just Paul was better. Yeah, that was good. It was better. That was. We really appreciated that. I was actually waiting for you guys to play April next, but oh yeah, I forget. I was trying I to think of what song we. That was the was April was the one. It was a deep cut. It was a very deep cut. Uh, you can't first find album. that on the internet anywhere, yeah. which is a good thing. Oh. <laughs> Can I think one thing we should quick talk about before oh. we get done here is. And I actually thought about this while we were playing. What if Jeremy would have never worked at the Omaha Country Club? <gasps> yeah. Isn't that weird to think about? That would be very weird to think about. That's where Jeremy met Taylor. Yeah. It's true. And our that was a weird relationship job. blossomed. That was a there. weird job. Right? <laughs> that was kind of a weird job. <laughs> but see, Especially I mean, for you, you had no background in any I, of that. I can't even swim. Yeah, right. And I was the <laughs> assistant pool manager. Yeah. And I was the snack bar manager. Yeah. And so. and, that's, and this sounds like a sitcom. <laughs> it could have been. And, and there oh, were God. always like 80-year-old... Leather-skinned women asking yeah. for sunscreen. Oh yeah, and I, I was great at delegating. You were like, the pool hey, boy, lifeguard. <laughs> yeah, this is you. you like, take no, that nope, over there. I can't. I'm- uh, sir, there's a French fry in the bathroom. Oh yeah, <laughs> I definitely remember when you guys played the pool. Yeah, uh, that one time, and you came in to get food, and it was just like a trail of because I think. Um, 
other person in the band too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, Jeff. And yeah. So like you walked in with everybody, and I was like, I have to feed all these people. Yeah. <laughs> and Nate Base had like combat boots on or something, and he, he looked <laughs> like a badass. <laughs> oh, I remember. Yeah, like a sleeveless, he looked like a sleeveless button up. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah, I, I really judged you. I you feel like you know what we thought about. We're like, I remember us having that conversation because that was Jeremy's shirt, and we're like, how funny would it be if Nate wears this to this uppity country club? And he did it. You did it. Yeah, I am from Hookville. Yeah, uh, did, I think you made a really good bagel sandwich. There was a bagel sandwich a thing. Oh yeah, I mean, I concocted some things. You made some things that yeah. that weren't on the menu just for the cool kids. And that was a that was a time in my life and metabolism where I could just eat that all day. Oh yeah. All day and, long, and, and we still fit into pants. Food, so yeah. like, and it, it, it all goes out, away. Worked out real well. <laughs> but this all blossoms from you from the Omaha Country because, Club. So for uh, the first time ever, thank you, Omaha Country Club <laughs> sponsors for yes. bringing Taylor and, and myself together, and oh, in turn, and turn turning uh, us into a, this podcast. Right, this podcast. <laughs> it all it has all funneled later. to this. <laughs> yeah. So maybe yeah maybe it wasn't a good thing. No, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm just kidding. Regretting guys. some life decisions right now. <laughs> How, how about the band? How many bands and podcasts are maybe you didn't ask this question? Like, do you guys want to come back and play next year? Yeah, are a lot of people in? seemed interested. Yeah, yeah, uh, it was a great group. I, I That's good because we're spot. not. So if you could find some, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, go get your stuff off the stage. It's time to go. <laughs> no, hundred percent. That yeah. was that was that was fun. It was a great. And that was a lot of people. It was, was a lot a of people. Good night. Yeah, here. I thank you guys for always being willing to play and telling oh, people yeah. about it and living here well it's the only way nate will come and see us i know <laughs> yeah who nate. no not keneally <laughs> oh dang it but him too i forgot other bass player other bass guy around. yeah no he doesn't even show up to this oh fair enough so well i mean you guys could come out to roseland Just, that's oh, true good that's a good point. we have friends in worm nebraska Iowa? now so oh, oh yeah, yeah we'll, we'll be tim and i are be playing oh, a show plural? in worms nebraska and oh. So it is about a month. Worms, Nebraska. We got worms. And, and the bar is called the Nightcrawler Bar. That's what you're going to call it. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's a thing. It'll be a good time. Beautiful. All right. Uh, All right. So recording on Tuesdays. I'll see All you guys right. then. All Thanks, right. Boss. Thanks, Thanks Richard. Show you what you do here.
And that wraps up the 2021 installment of the Continental Drift Music Festival podcast. I want to thank Richard and Margie from Weberize Podcast Production for making this possible. If you have an idea and you want to start your own podcast, check out Weberize.com. That's Weberize, W-B-B... Wait, I forgot the E. Oh, gosh. I sent them to the wrong website. Here it is. Weberize, W-E-B-B-E-R-I-Z-E-D.com. That's two Bs in Weberized. You'll figure it out, probably. Just Google search it. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. The end of the podcast. Stars miles apart in the same constellation.